And we're back with another episode of On the Bench. I am your humble host, Cody Beekman, and I am with Ross Never Closes the Door, Mormeyer. No, I never do. And Keats, give me the deeds, Xanders. What's going on, everyone? And today we are so excited to have in the on the bench with us uh, Mr. Nick Meldrum, the equipment manager for the Denver University Pioneers. Nick, what's up? Thank you so much for being on. Not a problem. What's up, guys? Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, so uh, you know, if you if uh, you've ever listened to our show in the past, we. Uh, we like to gauge new and exciting perspectives of the wonderful game of hockey. So I think we're going to get right into it. And why don't we start with your background info, man? Like, uh, tell us, you know, where you're from and uh, how'd you get into hockey? And and we'll go from there. For sure. Um, I kind of got uh, into co-management management, uh, in a roundabout way. I grew up playing house league hockey in Michigan. I grew up in the Detroit area in Warren, Michigan and uh, made my way to college at Lake Superior State University up in uh, the Upper Peninsula, Michigan. And uh, growing up, I worked at a shop back in Michigan, and my boss there actually worked, or I'm sorry, played on the 92 and 94 national championship teams at Lake State. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool growing up, and, you know, I started working there. It was a race shop, and I started working there like when I was a freshman or yeah probably a freshman in high school and so seeing my my boss Danny Angelelli wearing his rings and stuff like that and hearing his dad tell stories about the heydays was pretty cool when I already wanted to go to Lake State so that was uh it was pretty cool and then when I got to Lake State um just sophomore year by happenstance uh they needed an, uh, a student equipment manager. And so uh, my boss calls me and he's like, Hey, he was still pretty connected to the coaching staff up there. And uh, he's like, Hey, they need a student manager. Would you be interested? And I was like, well, heck yeah. <laughs> That'd be a, sounds like it'd be a blast. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So got started doing that. Uh, it was like in my, I believe it was my sophomore year. Uh, end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year at Lake State, and uh, did that for the rest of my time at Lake State, and uh, it was unreal. Like it was, uh, it was a ton of fun playing in the old CCHA in that day with you know Michigan, Michigan State, Ferris, um, Fairbanks, Northern Michigan, and stuff like that. And um, you know, it's it, it's funny because you look back to those days and now still playing uh, those teams in non-conference play with with Denver you know a lot of those equipment guys are still there so I mean I've known some of these guys you know since I was a student and now here I am all these years later as a a head guy myself so it's uh, pretty cool then uh, after after Lake State I was at the U.S. National Development Program based out of Ann Arbor um and uh, I was there for two years. I was with the under-17 and under-18 national teams. Um, won a silver medal at the under-17 World Challenge, gold medal at under-18s. And uh, had some pretty good players there, like Cam Fowler. Wow. Um, Jack Campbell. 
and uh, you know a bunch of players. Uh, Jason Zucker or Jason Zucker as he goes by now. Uh, oh, was he there. was he a Zucker before? Now he's a Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> So like that's it's I always give him crap when I uh, when he comes into town. It's like all right, Zuck, what's going on? I'm sorry, Zuck, whatever, whatever we're going by now. But you know he's great kid. Um, you know we had a we had a lot of talent. Jeremy Morin, um, Jerry Diamigo, He's playing overseas now. Played a little bit with Toronto. So I mean we we had a lot of really good players on that team. Um, you know, and then on the younger team, when I was there, it was guys like, um, Steven Johns, who has been doing pretty well for himself lately. And then, uh, you know, after my two years at the development program, I came here to Denver, uh, with the guys, uh, we had a couple commits already coming from there. So it was myself, Drew Shore, Adam Murray, uh, and William Wren at the time. Uh, all came from the NTDP that year and started our so-called freshman years together here at Denver. And uh, this is, I'm starting my 11th year this, this year, whenever we get started here at Denver. Wow. So you've been through, you've seen, you've seen some incredible, uh, incredible stuff uh, with the pioneers. Can you, uh, can you kind of elaborate on, you know, just like some of the high points that you've, you, you like, you know, you've been through with the team so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the easy one to go to is in 2017 when we won the national championship. Um, oh, yeah. That was a special group, <laughs> you know. Uh, looking back at that, you know, with uh, Jim Montgomery, who he just got hired as an assistant coach with St. Louis today. Oh, uh, so, nice. nice. Yeah, super pumped for him. He's he's an unreal coach. And, you know, then we had the you know players like Troy Terry, Dylan Gambrell, and I mean, the list goes on, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got uh, Will Butcher leading that whole charge, yeah. you know, with, with a Hubby Baker award. I mean, that's that's an incredible crew right there. Yeah. I, I remember yeah, going then, you to know, those games. Uh, I went to two of them during, uh, what was it, versus Colorado uh, College. Oh, oh it was rivalry. just great to just be right behind the goalie yeah. and just be just heckling the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So but, any uh, any other other kind of like moments or anything like that stand out to you? I mean, just, I mean, for, may, maybe. For sure. With, uh, with you guys bringing up the CC rivalry, like, um you know, Scott Mayfield, who's playing for the Islanders now. Um, I, I saw him make one of the hardest hockey hits I think I've seen to this date in my career. Uh, it was an open ice hit on another kid that I had at the program, at the development program, Joe Marciano. Oh. Uh, Joe Marciano was playing for CC, and he was coming across center ice, and Scotty stepped up and just caught him square than square i mean i swear joe went parallel to the ice and hovered for about 15 seconds before he fell to the ice oh god i love those hits. Hey, gave him a good old robbie blake bruiser oh, <laughs> you got you got stars floating around his head like when he's coming off the stars ice like in the cartoon Tweety birds yes. yeah <laughs> but yeah. like it, it, you know it, the just the the you know Denver CC rivalry, the Denver North Dakota rivalries, like those games are always 
you know, my first, like even going back to the WCHA days, uh, I, I can't remember what it was, but uh, it was my, I believe it was my first year and we, we were playing, I believe it was Minnesota, North Dakota back to back. And, um, I want to, I'm pretty sure we went, swept the, the, ser- the yearly series on both of those guys with, uh, North Dakota and Minnesota. And I want to say we, we shut out Minnesota three of the four games as well. Um, and Mark Chevry was going for, uh, you know, the school, I want to say it was the school shutout record or, uh, shutout time record for oh, Denver. Yeah. Like the most amount of time shutting out, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, so that was, that was pretty cool. And then even like getting back to the national championship year with, with, uh, with Butchie, uh, with him winning the, the Hobie and, uh, and Tanner Gillette, our goalie winning the Mike Richter award, uh, same year back to back to back there pretty much. That, that was pretty special because I mean, they're, they're both really special players and um you know still still love seeing those guys and keeping in touch with those guys and you know there's 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 so many good memories it's it's hard to pick just just one you know and it's that's what's cool about college is because you get to make these connections with these guys for the most part you know two three four years it's it's not like pro hockey where the team's together now and has a different look you know, three months later, it, you know, yeah, we get our freshmen and stuff, but, um, it, it's, it's, it's a little different cause you get to form those bonds with the players. Yeah. Form like really, uh, you know, tangible, uh, like, uh, tangible friendship with these guys. Cause most of them, they, they stick around yeah. for at least like the entire four years. Oh yeah. 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 And that's where like running into you guys at dog bowl, and, you know, being in the situation that we are with COVID, normally these guys are all training at DU all summer long and skating with us or, or at our building. And, um, you know, so you get to see, you know, Stas and Tyler Bozak and Gambrell and Terry and Butchie and, and all these guys that still come back to Denver because they like being here, you know, so... Um, being being able to go up to Dog Bowl and Marty invited me up there to see the boys was was awesome, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you, you know, you got to give get all the boys like you know Raz and especially you know like oh. Butchie and Terry. I, I I guarantee you there was some chirp in there for you know <laughs> where maybe uh, where New Jersey and Anaheim kind of ended up in the standings. You know, right. I, I, I would only imagine at least. Yeah, yeah. It's always. Uh, it's funny hearing those guys, uh, you know, especially when they play each other, you know, and uh, talking talking over the summer about the games when they played against each other and stuff like that. And, um, you know, whether they're, you know, where they're at mentally and, you know, joking around on the ice with each other still and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, so it's, it's not only the bonds that I get to make with them, it's the stories I get to hear and, and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, kind of still a part of all the stuff, you know, hearing about it secondhand even still. Oh yeah. You die. I, I could imagine you're quite privy to privy to some, you know, like nitty gritty stories that no one else can really, uh, oh, I could only hear. imagine. 
<laughs> yeah, there's uh I I'm sure there's there's plenty of uh not uh uh th- that this wouldn't be the the medium to to share those on. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll you know, we'll keep we'll keep some secrets, but I mean, yeah, we we'll, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've uh, signed a non-disclosure agreement or something. Right. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> they, you got that tenacity going into games and stuff. So things are said, things are done. Leave it on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> or in the locker room, wherever right? it may be said. And let right? it be lore for the rest of your life. Yes. <laughs> it's like it'll just be folk tales, you know, Denver University folk tales. Maybe write a book or something about it. Well, yeah, and, and even just the names, and, e- and even just yeah. like uh, knowing these kids for that long, I'm pretty sure you get to know their habits and their kind of superstitions and what they kind yeah. of like too. So I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and to remember that all, <laughs> you're a man among God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you, like? Who do you think? Uh, who do you think's the most like meticulous player that you've ever had to deal with? Just like with their gear and stuff. Um, it was go. You know, there's 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 a couple. Um, you know, Logan O'Connor with the Avs. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he was very very picky about his skates. Um, Tyson McClellan, uh, that just graduated from us, Todd McClellan's son. Oh wow. Um. He, uh, I mean, he is, he is, a like just fanatical about his stick. He, he gets, he's gotten it dialed in and that's, it's to the point where it's the only stick he wants to use, the only stick he can use, whether it's mental or any bit physical. Uh, it's just, <laughs> you, you try giving him something else, like he breaks a stick and you're handing something over the bench and it's just like. Please be the right hand at this point because, or just get off the ice, actually. Never mind, just get off the ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's but, awesome, uh, man. That is awesome. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're, they, uh, all players have their quirks, but uh, those are uh, Tyson. Tyson is very particular about his sticks, and, you know, he, he still talks about it to this day, uh, Colin, because he signed to play over in Germany and we actually, he called me and we had a conversation. He's like, man, it's like, can you, can you get me my sticks back? Because like, you know how I am about my sticks and, and I, you know, this is my chance at pro hockey. And it's like, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> you know? So we get that taken care of. And then same thing, Logan O'Connor, his freshman year, I send out a, an equipment form to all of our freshmen and they fill out all their sizes and preferences and stuff like that coming in. And like, he uh, he was the first one that I had another piece of paper stapled back to, or you know, a page two that came through on the scan. You are with, shitting uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, what he needed for his skates, you know. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, LSE, man, that's that's hilarious, man. Yeah, you just got this like storybook, just like step by step about like your skates. You want to hear about my skates? Let me write you a two-page essay. <laughs> and God forbid, and God forbid, if they're not correct, you, I'm coming for you. Oh man, it was. Uh, let me tell you, and when you're ordering a custom, like all of our guys get custom skates at Denver, but like when you're ordering a custom pair, those don't get to be returned to the store for credit. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you, so you eat them. <laughs> once, the, once you, yeah, that's uh, that's quite the thing. If if he comes in, he's like, ah, these aren't right. It's like, okay, uh, this this is going to be a tough one to sell. So <laughs> yes. Do you have a foot exactly like Logan O'Connor's? Here you go. These are the skates for you. <laughs> but luckily, luckily he knows exactly what he wants. And, you know, it, it was great. You know, he came in and, you know, it's easier like that. It's, you know, you get some people that have no idea what they want and you play around for the next year trying to get them what they want or what they need. But, uh, you know, you get a kid that, that that's that dialed in in that particular with something, it's it's actually kind of nice because they're once you get them set in it, they're good. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I really I want to also ask you a question, uh, more detail about your job as well. Um, obviously, like equipment manager, you know, most people think about, all right, so these guys, you know, bring the bags in the locker rooms if, you know, they're traveling, kind of set their um, stuff up wherever they sit. But I'm sure there's really more to it. Uh, can you kind of go into maybe a little more detail what exactly a equipment manager job entails? Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it's it, that's a great question. Like, you're absolutely right. You know, a lot of people, you know, when I tell them what I, what I do and they're like, oh, you do laundry for a living. It's like, oh yeah, I, I, I yeah. do a lot of laundry. That's for it's sure. Like, but, yeah, f you. you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I, I have a I have a business degree. That's my background. I have a bachelor's in in business, a uh, management degree, really. And I, I use a lot of that. Um, I, I'm handling our our equipment budget managing that making sure we have enough money to get all the way through the year you know we're uh i'm handling the stuff at the airport making sure it gets on the plane because you know we're traveling commercial we're not traveling by charter flights so it's um uh you know that's a bit hectic because you know we we usually fly between 48 depending on the time of year uh regular season it's 48 bags once we start getting into playoffs and traveling you know, we could have upwards of 60 bags coming through there with a travel party of, you know, 35. Oh, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, on top of that, you know, and then, you know, I'm doing repairs. I'm, you know, a guy gets hurt and I've got to make a pad for him. You know, I'm, uh, I've got a whole slew of foams and heat moldable plastics and stuff like that. And, I've got uh, it's it's called a clay suit a clay shoe patch machine. Uh, it's capable of going through half inch saddle leather. So I mean, I can sew through shin pads and all that kind of stuff with these with these sewing machines. It's the same machine a lot. Uh, almost every NHL team has in their rooms. So it's it's doing a lot of that stuff. And and right now with COVID, a big part of my thing is sanitation and disinfection. Not that it wasn't before; it's just in the spotlight a bit more now. Oh yeah, I believe it's like uh, like quantified at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's um, and I've learned a lot about it the last six months, you know. And and the staff at the Avalanche have been a great help. I've been, I was talking with them, learning about what they were doing up in the bubble and stuff like that, and how they would because I really wanted to pick their brain because you know I think it was this morning that I saw the article that I can't remember 
how many thousand COVID tests they did in the bubble, and they haven't had one positive test this whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, isn't that's insane? And yeah, last time I saw it it, weeks or something like that. Yeah, last time I saw it was at like fourteen thousand, and I think that was like after like the first or second week after they started. Yeah. So, I mean, in a college setting where we're not exactly in a bubble, I mean, if it's working for them, it's going to, it should work for us. You know, I mean, they, they've got a little more control over it, but obviously the, uh, the substances that they're using are working. And, uh, you know, we, we actually decided to buy into one of the systems that they were using for disinfection. And that's what, uh, we're hitting our locker room and our pads with uh, regularly now. So um, it, it's doing stuff like that. It's, um, you know, working with the players and, again, trying to tune in their skates and, you know, finding the right hollow and profile for their skates that, you know, I'm not going to make them a better skater, but hopefully I can help them be a little more efficient, you know, so it's it's a lot of stuff like that there's a lot of late nights you know after games and uh, and doing laundry but there's also a lot of the day-to-day stuff whether it's ordering sticks ordering um you know apparel for these guys managing the budget making sure the coaches are all set and comfortable uh, because you know uh, i don't want them worrying about does bobby brink have enough sticks to get through you know this month you know, they need to worry about coaching hockey games and winning hockey games and being behind the scenes. I, I, I like being able to take care of that to where, you know, they can trust me and, and, uh, you know, they can focus on what they need to focus on and, and I get done what I need to get done. Oh yeah. And I know you, uh, you mentioned, uh, that there's obviously a budget that you got to follow and all that. And I'm not sure if you're allowed to say or not, but what typically is a budget around for a team? when it comes to equipment and all you know, that. Yeah, I, I can't share our numbers, but, you know, um, it, it's we get to take very, very good care of our guys at Denver. Um, you, know, you know, we we take care of our, our guys, uh, again, very well. I mean, compared to other teams, um, you know, there's a lot of these smaller schools that aren't able to do what we do for our guys. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, I, I don't want to throw numbers out there because uh, I, I don't know numbers for other teams specifically. Um, but I know that, you know, it, you know, it being, you know, we're consistently a top five team. Oh yeah. And, um, you, you know, we get to, we get to treat our guys like that. So, and, and like they should be. So it's uh it's fun it's it's a lot of fun and then you know being in that position being as visible as we are you know there's a lot of things that you know companies want us to try and you know we we do a lot of testing on sticks for for warrior um you know there's sticks that we had in our room testing you know a year or more before they came out to retail you know that's gonna be nice well, I shoot yeah, left it, hand. Um, I'm about <laughs> five six. I'm kidding. <laughs> like a one fifteen flex, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, just yeah. in case you come across one. You know, you're not using it. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. <you> know, it, <laughs> it, 
it's pretty cool getting to see some of that stuff come across. Like, uh, you know, we're tested. Now it's out. It's one of the most popular sticks in the NHL, the new Warrior. It's one of their uh, ultralight goalie sticks, you know, and we were testing that pretty much the entire previous season. And, um, you know, it got, they, they used a lot of our feedback and a lot of our goalies feedbacks and, you know, all three of our goalies are now using them this coming year. So, so it's, uh, it works both ways. They get, uh, they get feedback from our players and, you know, because we're probably on the ice just as much, if not a little more, you know, practice wise than some pro teams. And, uh, you know, so they like, seeing the durability and how stuff holds up when we get our hands on it, you know? Oh yeah. It's, that is amazing. So that's, that's another kind of just cool aspect of things that people, you know, we get, there's, you know, I've never had to sign non-disclosure agreements or anything like that, but you know, it's been explained to me, Hey, this is some new stuff coming out. This is between us. We just need feedback. It's like, okay. Nice. So. No, that's that's pretty cool. Um, and speaking of Warrior, it's amazing what Warriors accomplished over the years. I mean, looking back, you would rarely see anything Warrior, and now I feel like watching like you know all the pros, almost everyone's having something Warrior, rather be a stick or goalie pads or whatever. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah. After you, after you kind of saying that, I, I think uh, you guys probably contribute a lot to that success. I mean, giving this feedback and stuff. Yeah, and you know, and that's one way. Like Jason Zucker is is still with, with them now, uh, and you know, after he left Denver, he he signed a and has signed his pro deal. That was one of his first endorsements was with Warrior. Um, so I mean, it's. Uh, it, it's pretty cool to be able to to see that relationship grow, not only with us, but it helps our relationship with Warrior when our guys are going in the NHL and still using some of their equipment as well. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, that, well, you, you, like I said, it's got to feel good that knowing that you kind of, you know, um, helped grow that a little bit. It It's cool. It it, it definitely is. Like, uh, and it's, again, like... Um, it's a lot of cool relationships, you know, with, with that company. It just makes my job even easier. Cause I know, you know, if we're having issues, I can call the guys uh, at the pro stick factory and be like, Hey, this guy's having this issue. And, you know, can I send some of these sticks back to you to take a look at? And, you know, next thing you know, I'm sending a package out you know, next day or two day UPS for them to take a look at. And they're like, okay, yeah, we got an issue here. We fixed it. We're sending you a couple more sticks here. Check this out. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to be able to have, uh, those again, relationships with, with those guys. Yeah. So can you can you kind of like give us an idea of like what the in game job like the in like inside a game like what kind of a job you get you guys are running I mean is it just like every all hands on deck kind of like well we're putting out fires left and right what like what how how does it kind of go like game uh, in game wise in game it's you know the the fire drill is really leading up to the game. Honestly, 
you know, you're, you're getting skates sharpened and uh, making any repairs. You're doing laundry in between pregame skates and not only for your team, for both teams, if you're the home team, yeah, because uh, you're responsible to do the visitor stuff as well. Um, and you're just, uh, you're kind of running around. I, my day usually starts about 7.30 on a game day morning. And I usually, I'm usually pulling up to my house in my driveway, usually around one in the morning after that, oh, depending wow. on how the day and how the game goes. Um, but it, it's, it's fun. You know, it's, it's a, it's a thrash and, you know, it's, you're, you are, you're kept busy, but, you know, usually, uh, you know, hopefully by the time the game comes, you know, yeah, you're watching for blown edges and broken sticks and on the power play and, you know, stuff like that. But it's, um, it, you know, hopefully, you know, it, it goes smooth and maybe you have a couple p- pair of blades to pop out during the period maybe. But, uh, you know, hopefully it goes smooth because, you know, you spent, uh, you know, you spent the rest of the day preparing for as much as you can to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of, like, those blades that pop in and out, are the, have those, uh, the like, you know, the invention of those just made your job, like, so much better? Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, <laughs> and not only that, I mean, it makes the life of the coaches better because I'm not getting, you know, scowls down at the end of the bench when I got to take a guy to get a skate sharpened or anything like that. It's, you know, a guy blows an edge now, I've got another set of steel sharp and ready to go. And you know, pop them out, put them in, and he doesn't miss a shift now. So, oh, yeah, so you're not taking just uh, one skate back to the uh, back to the skate sharpener for about five minutes and the, yeah. you know, the player, players just sitting on the bench skate list there. I, I, would, yeah. ima- I would imagine it's got to be so much nicer with those uh, new pop-in blades for sure. Definitely. It's... Uh... You know, we've got a pretty good system, and like uh, usually when I have student managers myself, as you know how I started, uh, hopefully, uh, you know they get to the point where I can trust them, and I'm on the bench during the game, and if a guy blows an edge, I can give them you know the pair of steel to run back to the room to sharpen, or uh, you know one of the other equipment managers that works with us at Denver um, has some hockey experience. He was in the USHL for a bit, so. Um, he can uh, he can also go back and sharpen as well, which uh, is a pretty good home ice advantage when we're able to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome, man. Um, one thing I was going to ask you too was, uh, what's typically the the staff number for equipment? Uh, is it there like five of you guys, or is it more like twenty of you at any any time? <laughs> um. At Denver, uh, like or like, uh, like in college hockey. Uh, just for just for Denver, just for you guys. Um, what's yeah. what's your staff yeah, looking like? So usually, honestly, I I'm I'm the head guy, and then I try having two student managers as well. Uh, we don't have full time assistant managers like the NHL and American League and stuff like that. Um, it's it's mainly me. Um. But, you know, the, getting the student manager help and, 
uh, you know, usually some of the non-dressing guys, uh, I shouldn't say usually the non-dressing guys always pitch in, in between periods and stuff. If I've, you know, got a bunch of stuff going on. So, um, that's kind of how that looks. It's, uh, uh, it's not like an NHL staff where, you know, they may have four or five guys running around in between periods or, you know, post game running bags out the door or, or something like that. Wow. That's insane. Um, and like <laughs> uh, with like the student managers, I mean, um, do you see a lot of these kids actually coming in and actually, you know, aiming for a career as like an uh, equipment manager for like pro athletes and stuff? You know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple really good student managers and, you know, that's the tough thing at Denver. They're also getting a really good degree when they graduate from the university of Denver. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of them, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to be, you're not going to get rich being an equipment guy. Um, but it sure is a hell of a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, most, uh, all the kids that I've had, you know, they've, uh, most of them, I, I, most of them keep in touch and say how they, they, they miss doing it and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, they're in, in a nine to five now. And, but, uh, you know, I haven't had any guys personally move on yet, but, uh, I've had a lot of guys come back and say, man, I wish I would have done stuck with it. So, Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm kind of like, I, I'm kind of kicking myself that I, I actually didn't go to like a college that I could possibly get that kind of, uh, opportunity. I think it'd be a really cool yeah. uh, experience. I mean, at least, I mean, yeah, doing it for what year, like the four years you're at, at school. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, and, it, and, you know, we get to, and we treat our, the way we treat our student managers is, you know, uh, hopefully they qualify for, you know, work study uh, through their grants and then they get paid. And then on top of it, you know, they, they get apparel, uh, you know, they, um, once they are trusted by the coaching staff and stuff, you know, they will travel during playoffs, um, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, in, in 17, my senior work study graduated with a national championship ring. Oh, uh, that would be cool to just rock that randomly. Oh yeah! For real. Like, look what I did uh, for real. <laughs> so that's that's cool that DU like you know they 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 treat you know like uh, even you know the equipment managers and the uh, student managers that well. They give it give you guys rings and stuff. That's that's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and you know, I, when I was a student manager, that's the way I got treated by by the staff at Lake State and it's something I never forgot, you know, and it's a little thing there is, um, you know, on senior night at Lake state. And it's something that, you know, always stuck with me and it was something really cool that the coaches did. And I had no idea. Um, but you know, normally how they have the players skate out there at, uh, you know, and do their final lap in, in, in your home arena. Well, you know, that night they announced my name out uh out there and that i was totally shocked and it it was it was so cool because lake superior state being in a small town uh, at the time we, we still had a lot of support up there at, at lake state and 
um, you know, seeing a lot of the people from around that small town and, you know, waving to you and clapping to you and, and signs with your name on it on senior night. That was, that was pretty special and something that I'll never forget. And then on top of that too, uh, we, each stall at Lake State, they had a, a locker chair with them and it had the, the anchor logo and stuff on it. And uh, when you graduated, you know, as a player, you got your chair. And uh, that was something else the coaching staff did to me as well. So that chair is still in my office to this day. So oh, wow. It's, uh, that's another just little special thing that, you know, when I when I graduated from Lake State and I, I knew that I wanted to try giving this equipment thing a chance, I always kind of, it was always in my mind that if I was ever in the position to do stuff like that, uh, that I was going to make sure it happened for my guys. And, and so far I've, I've been able to, to do some of that for my guys and, and Denver has been supportive of it. So uh, it, it's, uh, it's really cool. And I think it's, it, you know, and we just had just another example, you know, we had our 70th anniversary of hockey this past season at Denver. Oh yeah. And uh, it, you know, there were student managers from back in the sixties that came back for that, it, you know, so it just kind of shows, how important those those guys uh, are to the team, you know, to be to come back for events like that. So it's it's pretty special. Well, yeah, and I mean to even want to come back, you know, and that's huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, you've moved on for so long, yet you're still coming back because you were treated the right way, you know, treated real well. I mean that that speaks yeah. volumes. I think a, a lot about you know. Well, kind of like just hockey in general, you know, you kind of like most of the time we obviously have some, you know, less than reputable situations that go down. But most of the time, you know, even the even the equipment managers, you know, the guys, everybody's seen as one collective, you know, they're and they're treated just with the same amount of respect. Yeah. Definitely. And it's, and that another, it kind of just goes back to the relationships of that we get to make with the staffs and, and the players and all that stuff. Cause like even uh, kind of, kind of expand on it. I, I was fortunate enough to be on the U S world junior team uh, two years ago when it was in, in Vancouver and we make it to the gold medal game and we lose to Finland. We win uh, the silver medal uh in rogers a banged out rogers arena you know oh, yes, yeah it sucked losing to finland but you know being able to get an international silver medal at an event like that is awesome but you know spending that month with that group of guys you know uh just for example again like joel farabee with the philadelphia flyers uh the flyers were skating at magnus arena uh last year and i'm in the hallway and same thing you know you know joel he's like hey nikki what's up and it's like oh shit what's up like you know (laughs) you see those guys and you know same thing brady brady kachuk he didn't get to play with us at world juniors uh because he was playing at ottawa at the time and they wouldn't release him but i had him at world junior camp and same thing at magnus uh the senators were was it, I can't remember if it was, yeah, I think it was when he was with the Senators. So they were skating there and, um, you know, Brady came up to me too. And he's like, Hey, Nikki, how's it going? And it's like, Oh dude, what's up? 
you know, and you sit there and you catch up for a bit. And, you know, it, it's, it's cool being able, you know, to be on those guys' mind and for them to come out of their way to, to make sure they come say hi to you on top of it, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, especially where, you know, in, in a situation like that, you know, you know, these guys, they just see like a thousand faces a day. And I mean, uh, span that out to even longer in a year, you know, and, but, uh, it's, it must be really cool to, you know, still have that, uh, have that thing, you know, when they see you and you're like, Hey, Nikki, what's going on? You know, I think, I think that's cool. And, uh, I don't think, uh, yeah. I, 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 I may, I may be wrong. I might be naive, but I, I don't know how many other, you know, sports, uh, sports and athletes kind of like, uh, have that kind of, um, uh, mind, you know, to really actually kind of, re- you know, remember the people that have like helped along the way in, in, you know, in yeah. such doses. Yeah. It, and, and it's just kind of like going back to what you're saying there about, you know, just hockey having good people. And I, I, I think that that kind of shows it, you know, and um, it, it's, it's great to be around it's it's fun to be around and you know it's you know you you try not to be a a super fan but you know you're you're always you know what if anaheim's playing i'm rooting for troy terry if you know new jersey's playing i'm i'm rooting for for will Uh, you know and if vegas is playing i'm rooting for stats you know so yeah i grew up born and raised in just outside of detroit and i had i wore my darren mccarty jersey proudly growing up oh and uh Oh, <laughs> I had to get that in there with you. Guys. I knew, I knew, I knew something was coming. I mean, like oh, Michigan heavy guy, yeah, of course. I think I'm getting something sick like or that's something. gonna, something like Golly. that was gonna happen. But, uh, but it, it's cool, and you know, and even with with these other guys that I've had uh, at other places, and you know, just just seeing them grow up, and like, you, you know. Uh, Another example is like uh, Johnny Merrill that plays for Vegas. Like he trains in Denver in the off season and starts uh, training at Denver and skating at Denver with the rest of our pro alums. And, you know, I've known him and Drew Shore and Jason Zucker and some of these guys since they were 16 years old. And now seeing them, they have families of their own. You know, they've got kids and their kids are starting, you know, preschool or kindergarten and stuff like that. And, uh, just seeing them grow up too is is pretty impressive and it's 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 pretty meaningful oh absolutely man that that's that's awesome i mean yeah these forged relationships just growing and growing and like yeah that's that's one of the biggest things too is being able to see them succeed oh yeah well and even going back to what you were saying there nick uh with um what is it um oh goodness with um, them play with like Willie Butcher playing and Troy Terry playing, you're no matter what uh, what uh, team that they're on, you're just you know you're always in their corner and you've always got their back no matter what, and that's just a beautiful thing just throughout their whole entire career. Like no matter what, you're always those are your boys. You're rooting for them, and I mean, yeah. And then they still remember you like to this day. You know that that's yeah. that's got to be such a cool feeling. Yeah, it, it's, it, you know, it, you don't, you know, it, there's not, a, you don't get a lot of credit in this job. And I, you know, you, it's not really something you seek out. It, you know, you just do the job. You do it to get it done. 
you want to take care of the staff, you want to take care of the players and you want to make sure the boys are, are, are ready and comfortable and, and just ready to play a hockey game. Again, it goes back to like, you don't want the coaches think about stuff. You, you just want the players to go out and play. And, you know, I'm not looking for a pat on the back after every game or anything like that. It, it, it's cool enough to go grab lunch with, uh, with Dylan Gambrell after he's done with this season and catch up with him and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, we're not in the spotlight an awful lot. And if we are in the spotlight, sometimes it's not that good. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's awesome, man. And, uh, honestly, I, uh, I, I, I know I had no idea that it was actually like so much more extensive. I mean, doing, but, budget control right I never would have thought i figured like some like you know cpa guy or uh, it was like all right well be like my uncle you got him just in the background doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i've got the excel spreadsheets and all of that stuff lined up and you're tracking purchases and uh, you know i always people that's another thing i tell people i'm like uh i'm part business manager i'm part accountant and i'm part psychologist you know when it comes to it yeah and uh you know there's it's it's a it's a wide-ranging job never you know your days are never the same you know which is great you never know what you're walking into and you know it's that's it keeps you on your toes and like i said it's just it makes it a hell of a lot of fun Wow. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um uh so uh if I got one more question for you. Um so if anybody who who was interested in getting into, you know, uh this profession, like what well, what kind of uh, you know, advice would you probably would you want to give to them? Um you know, just get involved. Talk to people. Like um I I'm a pretty laid back guy you know and i like having fun and but like part of the thing is just asking if you can help and uh, you know whether that's with uh, you know a junior team or a you know a lower level pro team you know the nhl teams are usually kind of guarded um but you know that's not to say you know they don't need a stick boy or they don't need another set of hands and, and it's just about talking to the right people and being at the right place at the right time. And uh, I've been, I'll be the first to admit, uh, two times, I, I two or three times, it, it, part of my things of getting jobs here uh, is just being at the right place at the right time and, and being in touch with the right people. So it, it be outgoing, um, ask ask how you can help if you can help and, you know, just uh, express how you want to be a part of something. Because the the biggest thing that uh, I always try to vet when I'm looking for student managers is I don't want super fans. You know, you still have to be able to tell guys, no, you still got to be able to have fun with the guys, but you also need to separate yourself, you know, and can you do that? If the answer is no, you're going to need to think about if this is the profession for you. Yeah, yeah I could, I could understand that. But, but yeah, that's, uh, if 
just ask if you can help. That's, that's the, that's the biggest thing. And, and be willing to work your butt off because work ethic and, and, and the willingness to help goes a hell of a long way in my book. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, man. Wow. That's awesome. I'd say that's the same with my job. You bust your ass and you're going to go far. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, Nikki, thank you so much, man. We've had such a blast talking. Uh, is, uh, do you uh, have any shout outs you want to send out to anybody real quick? Oh, just, uh, like I said, I just got home from the rink a bit ago and, uh, out here on the porch, just hanging out. So going to go in, hang out with my girls and, uh, my two daughters and wife and, uh, you know, uh, I guess shout out to, uh, a good buddy of mine and, and nephew Josh and uh, my other nephew Carson, both uh, pretty avid sports. My my nephew's a goalie, loves loves hockey. So he's luckily uh, he's got an uncle and a good business that can help out my uh, my brother with all that expensive goalie gear. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Pays to know but, the right uh, people. <laughs> I was gonna say, put it in the budget. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just a shout out to you guys. This is, I've, I've had a blast, man. This is, I, if you ever wanted to do it again, I'd gladly do this again. It's been a ton of fun talking with you guys and sharing things. And uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And it, it's been great. I've had a blast. Agreed, man. And thank you so much for coming on. Uh, boys, you guys uh, got any shout outs to make? Uh no nah, man, uh, Nick. Thanks so much for hopping on. Thank you to My Beer Nation. Um, please uh, subscribe to everywhere you listen to this podcast, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Uh, once again, thank you, Nick, and thank you to all the listeners, and we'll catch you on the next one. Vihorsh.